You're listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, Episode 76. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Arisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubumi. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Omileti Alubumi. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Orisha, spirituality, and growth. So, this is going to be a really, really, really good one. Turn up the volume in your car. This is one that you can share with everybody. Grab something to drink, non-alcoholic please, and let's chat. This episode is brought to you by our Orisha Traditions Journey Type Quiz. Take this short quiz and find out what your type is. Because for anyone who's interested in our Orisha Traditions, you may be right in the beginning or you may be starting to dip your toes or thinking about immersing yourself into these traditions. And it's good to know where you're at so that you know how to get where you're going to have a little more understanding. So go to orishawisdom.com forward slash Iya Omileti and click on the button that says quiz right in the middle. Take the quiz. It Just be honest as you're taking it. Watch the video. And it's very exciting. Just like I said, be honest, take it and enjoy your journey. With that, let's get this episode on the roll. In the spirit of getting ready for a new year, this one is going to be one to start you off. If you stopped in front of this episode, you may have gotten a little angry, started to clutch your elekes and are ready to fight me. So before you do, take a sip of coffee first. Tea first to calm everything down. (laughs) And I'm asking you to hear first so that you can understand why that title was created. If you're listening to this podcast, it is because either you are just finding out about Orisha or you know about Orisha and you already love Orisha. This is all about Orisha, isn't it? Now... You are listening to someone who is telling you that it's not all about Orisha. And you're like, what? As we are in the beginning of a new year, this is the time when many people are looking at their lives retrospectively, looking at the past, seeing what worked, seeing what didn't. Introspectively, looking inside, how do I feel? How am I going to get better? What, um, what are the parts that I'm going to improve? making plans and goals, uh, resolutions, all of that stuff. For many, a new year is a new leaf in the book that is their lives. So why do I say it's not all about Orisha? This is where we're about to get some real, real, real going. So as a Latina woman, I have been raised and bred that your children and your family go first. 
You are here to serve them. If you are not a woman, don't worry, just hear me out. <laughs> just, I'm just saying. I have watched as my mom would do the impossible to please my father. Since he was very devout in his church, he then I re, you know, began the practice of prayer at 5 a.m. And my mom would not only have to wake up that early, but get us ready and then make breakfast. And it wasn't a little breakfast. We're not talking about cereal. Like we're talking breakfast, several dishes, and then get us ready for school. That is before she went to her job which was also long. After years of doing this, my mom burned out and she became the shell of a woman that I, I now know. I meet people and they proudly tell me that God is first and then everything else. And at first I agreed with this statement. So I, I've known people who also say that Arisha comes first, everybody else is second to them. And I'm like, okay, I agree, right? So for me, you know, because we're, we're not doing the Jesus thing. So for me, it would be Arisha first, husband second, children, then me, roughly. We still have to consider job, scouts, house, dog. Yes, my dog, because I love her. By the time that I would come to see, I was wiped out and had zero to give. The past couple of years have been eye-opening to me because I wasn't doing or giving my best and I was trying so hard, but it just wouldn't pan out. I would berate myself as to the why I couldn't do this, why I had a solid plan, I had a great plan, why couldn't I just finish it? I would begin this new morning meditation routine with, let's say, Elegbo, Ari, and Egung, and after a few months, it fizzled out. What happened? Was it that Orisha wasn't first? So here's where guilt comes in, right? Am I going to now Orisha hell? I know there's no hell, but it's just because I'm so you know, in like the Christianity has been so deeply ingrained. I'm, I'm thinking of that, but we know there's no help. But this is where my mind was going to. Then I have been through the areas that I wasn't giving my best to my family or someone else. And then the fingers are pointed at me why I couldn't do things the right way. And it doesn't feel good, does it? So you do something crappy and they're like, well, you did something crappy and now you feel really crappy. Lots of crappy in there. I began making strides towards a more balanced life. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just funny. And then I realized after much reading and much living, there is no such thing. There's always something that's going to fall off kilt. And that's okay. And I didn't know that. It's okay, and it is to be expected, but you expect this perfection of having a perfectly balanced life. Then the inevitable happened. My father died. I'm still going through feelings about that because I've spoken about that relationship. Oof, boy, boy. And I'm thinking about sharing them here in the podcast, but for now, I'm going to share something that happened out of that. He died from COVID complications and just didn't make it. He was a difficult man to me growing up. He had his good points and bad points, but it was just a difficult relationship. But even though he could be a jerk, I wanted to him, I wanted for him to be a jerk that is alive and fully alive, like full of vitality. A while ago, 
he just gave up. He wouldn't move around. He would stay in his room. He would only go out if ever on a rare occasion. But at the end, it was just the hospital if he was admitted and my sister's house. Like, he didn't go anywhere else. Actually, he barely even made it to the bathroom because he had his little potty in the room. So he barely left his room. And um, I know he could have lived a much longer life. But with vitality. And he wouldn't have just passed that way if he would have put himself first. Aha. He, so listen to this. He would wake up to read his Bible first. Then he would go to bed. Actually, he never left the bed. My bad. He would then want to move, but then he would pick up his Bible first. Then at, to the point that he stopped being mobile. He really gave up on himself and he put all his eggs on the Jesus and the Bible basket. Before you leave the podcast for all of you, just just hear me out. About a week or so after he died, I was deep in my mind. And I mean deep in my mind. I guess people do grieve differently, you know, and decided that when I die, I don't want to die like that. So I want to go on my own terms. I want to have a life that is full of vitality. So I started to go back to the gym. I'm a fan of the YMCA, by the way. Everything, by the way, <laughs> those first weeks, everything hurt. And I mean, everything hurt. My joints were screaming at me with bad words in different languages. Um, well, so I thought, well, let me go swimming. Oh, couldn't even swim one 25 yards lap. So we have a smaller pool, so it's 25 yards. I would literally stop in the middle of the pool because I couldn't do it. I kept up anyway. While I was working out, I realized I had a bit more energy than what I did before. And then I went into the worship room and I... I, the way I can explain it, I wrote it down, but I'm going to try to make you picture it. Did y'all see the movie Mulan? You know, when she, she decides that she's going to go to the ancestors and she lights up the incense and cuts off her hair and the music and, and I went in like that. (laughs) I wish I would have had the music and then some, and then I kept up the routine of working out for about three to four times a week to the point that I was thinking, hmm, maybe I can... There is more that I can give out. So I went to the prayer room again and I had a nice chat with Elegba. And my mind wasn't tired. My soul wasn't tired. I wasn't tired. I was still hurting, but I wasn't tired. So I was able to give more of me to my spiritual practice. Okay, guys, do you see where this is going yet? Yeah? No? Not yet? Okay. I have heard this topic before, but it has just been words. If you take care of yourself first, you will be able to give of yourself to others much better. I'm sure that you've heard that if you're on a flight and the oxygen masks fall down to put one over yourself and then you can try to help others, especially for you parents who are going to try to do it to your child first. No, you first. I'm beginning to adopt a different mentality. And the mentality is, I go first. 
everything else is second to me. And even when I say that, oh my God, it feels almost like I'm a villain, but I'm not. At first, I thought that I was so selfish and I didn't say anything about it, like nothing. But I'm finding that it is selfish. That when I'm not quite together, I don't have the adequate foods and the adequate rest and the adequate state of mind. I can't give the best and now I'm expected to deal with prayer, meditation, husband, food, kids, job. Selfish? Not sure, but definitely not good because I know that I am not giving the best that I could be giving to each of these areas in my life and they're all important. If I haven't exercised or eaten well or actively been controlling my sugars... Y'all know I'm a diabetic. Working on that though, I will not have the energy to deal with the kids or Cub Scouts or have patience to deal with my madhouse of kids and deal with the cooking of the dinner situation when I just realized that I ran out of chicken and I have to make something from dinner magically happen. That's stressful. But if I did not take care of myself, I can't deal I'm finding that putting myself first is in blasphemy. Okay, this is where y'all have to clutch your pearls. Or your (laughs) leggings. But I think it's a necessity of life. You need to do that for you. Sure thing. But first, you have to do this for me. Okay, let me repeat that. So you want me to do that for you? Yes. But first, I need to do this for me before I can give that to you. And you will find that when you take care of yourself first, the tasks that took so much out of you and they were the life sucks. You know what I'm talking about? Life sucks. Like, oh my God, this totally sucks. I hate doing this, blah, blah, blah. It just gets done a lot easier, a lot better. There's more energy. Things are a lot more doable, enjoyable, If you, you know, even bearable, you can actually put to practice the video that you heard about patience with your kids or that one book about, you know, I don't know, productivity, being happy, whatever it is, or the book about smiling when somebody speaks to you or whatever it is, because now your body, your soul, your mind can give those things back, has the replenished storage capacity for you to be able to do it. So back to the title of the episode, it's not all about Orisha because it starts with you. Orisha is there. We're breathing the air right now. We will all, and it will always be there. Even when you're gone, air will be there. The sun is there, you know, um, the moon is there, the, the ground is there. They're making sure that the world is turning and that life continues. Your job is to take care of you so that you can be open to the lessons of Orisha so that you can have the energy to go back and review that reading that you got, which might now be showing off that energy of that stuff that you didn't know was happening. Maybe right now it's happening and you will now be more receptive. You will have the mental clarity to go back to your Ita And put something into practice from it that you may have not really noticed before. You will now have 
the serenity to schedule a time for yourself and your eggons peacefully. Because you know you already drank your tea, you stretched, you're ready to go. And you've taken care of, you know, let's say a calming meditation. And now you're like, okay, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to focus. And we're going to do prayer. I'm advocating to take care of you first. This year, my first goal was self-care. By the way, that has never, ever been my goal ever. But as I was reviewing, I changed it to another goal because they fell in together, which was a physical goal. It has an exercise-related uh, goal because the self-care portion part went right underneath. So instead of having two, I kind of consolidated them. I find that I struggle from the inside when I do something for me because I could be praying, I could be cooking, I could be cleaning And then I realize that if I'm okay, then I give okay to everyone else. But if I'm doing amazing, then I can do and give amazing to the world. When it comes to self-care, this is a topic that there's a lot of information out there. So I'm not going to go too much into what here, but find out what works for you. And know that what works for you this month might not work next month. And that's okay. Listen to your body. Do you need a soak in the bathtub instead of a shower today? Do it. Do you want to kind of help your mornings? Okay, create a morning routine and a nighttime routine involving creams, music, a book, meditation, a stretch, whatever. This, you know, that book that you wanted to read? Perfect. This is your time. Ever wanted to try that exercise routine? Yeah, I don't care if things are jiggling. You want to know about jiggling? I'm jiggling. Yes, we are still in the middle of COVID. So what? Get an app. I'm a huge fit on app. I'm really loving it. If you want to pay the the pro one and you can download routines, I'm a huge, like their exercises routines, no joke, like five minutes. Make that time for yourself because you come first. Ever wanted to get your weight under control? Start finding better ways to cook that healthy food and YouTube to the rescue. I'm a YouTube fan. Get yourself a home delivery food plan or a, a they come that, you know, it comes all the stuff that you need to cook. Get that or plan your meals, make, make yourself a smoothie, whatever it is. Your mind is scattered. Get yourself a meditation app. I'm starting to be a great fan of the app Insight Timer. Oh, wow. I I didn't think I was going to like it. I had downloaded it before because my job recommended it. And I'm like, okay. But I'm really liking it. It has stuff for the morning. It has stuff for healing. It has, you know, stuff to kind of make you think. It has, you know, self-care. It has, you know, nighttime. It has, you know, getting ready to go to sleep. By the way, I've never made through one of the falling asleep ones because I'm out for the rest of the night afterwards. So I highly recommend that app is called Insight Timer. And if anything, YouTube. There's YouTube meditations for pretty much everything. Go there. Just create a space for you that you do not look for an answer on 
social media. So no social media, no emails, no answering, no messenger, no nothing. This time is for you. I've been doing this for a couple of months now. And this is going to sound bad, but I feel like I'm cheating on my life. (laughs) Because it feels so darn good. I can step into my roles a lot better than before. And I really did. I'm I'm trying to think about it because I'm looking at my notes, but it's like I feel almost like I shouldn't be doing that. You know, I should be cleaning. Oh, my God. I should be praying. But no, I'm going to meditate first, dang it, and I'm going to wash my face and put that cream on and try to massage it for a couple of seconds, you know. I, one day, I wrote the quote. I'm going to tell you what a quote is, but I wrote the day because I was feeling so inner guilt. Like the inner guilt was really, ugh, it was ugly. And I found this quote, and I think I'm going to write it down on my board, actually, as soon as I'm done recording this. Ready? Caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation, and that is an act of political warfare. This is a quote by Audrey Lorde. I hope I am pronouncing that right, and if I'm not, I do apologize, but I love the quote. You have to understand that everybody makes it a point of telling you what to do, even religiously and spiritually. You must do this first. You must do this first, and if you don't do this first, you're bad. You have to care for yourself so that you can preserve yourself so that you can fight against that status quo that is telling you that if you don't do this, you're not worthwhile. And that way you can give your best to all aspects of that life that you have, which is your journey. Everyone will tell you that this or that or they are important and they are. Everything is important. However, You are most important to you first. I want to sit. So let's say you want like, okay, that you're thinking, oh, I want to sit in front of my boveda every day, right? Why not take care of yourself so that you can have the mental capacity to do that? Oh, um, I want to be able to take care of all my Arishas. I have a, you know, a bunch. Sure. Then schedule a night like a nighttime routine for you. That is amazing. It's soothing. It's empowering so that you will have the mind and the capacity to create a space to care for all your spiritual entities in your home. Maybe now you're like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe I'll try this schedule. Maybe I'm going to try this timing. And it's not going to be something that's a chore. It's going to be done with your heart and with intent because your body will align with your mind and your heart. Yes, we love Arisha. We know that. Yes, we love Egung. When we start really looking, they put us on this earth. Yes, we are grateful. And they want us. Listen to this. They want us to find our joy. They want us to enjoy our work, our lives, our families. They want us to live fully and make them a part of our lives too. Don't you think that it is time that we create that shift on how we think so that we can give out something different? It's not 
all about Orisha. It starts with you first so that you can give more to Orisha. You can give more to your family, more to your job, more to your hobbies, more to your business, more to your communities, more to life. This is difficult for me, even as I'm planning, writing, and as I'm telling you this episode. But I am saying this to you, not just to tell it to you, but I'm telling you as a reminder to me. Because we all need to be reminded. And because, well, just because there has been a way of thinking from 100 years ago, just because it has been that way, sometimes those thoughts need to be challenged. There's a Spanish saying, si no sirve, botalo. Like if it's not good, throw it out. It's time to really make a change. And how do you do that? You put yourself first so that you can give the best version of you to the world. The best version of you to Orisha, to your family, to yourself. Can you imagine just how much more present you will be if you can always be on the top of your game because you put yourself first? Just imagine. You've reached the end of this episode. For show notes, go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash seven six. This episode was brought to you by your Orisha Traditions Journey Type Quiz. Take this quiz to find out what is your journey type and get ready to learn and enjoy your spiritual journey. Go to orishawisdom.com forward slash omileti to take the quiz. I wanted to remind you that we are still working on your virtual ile. This is a space that is in the middle of being created. And this is why we are looking for 27 founding members. I know the holidays were nuts and all kinds of stuff went askew. But as a founding member, you will have a say on how this community is built. And there will be monthly community times where you will be able to join in and to learn together. To find out more, go to orishawisdom.com forward slash omileti and click on the tile that says your virtual ile. And if that resonates with you, I'll see you at your virtual ile. Just a reminder... We have Orisha swag and merch. And for all of you who have gotten your cards, your mugs, your shirts, thank you so much. It's like, I, I am so grateful to you. It just makes it all worthwhile when I sit here on my space and I'm listening to music, creating art, just to know that you purchase it and you support it's amazing. So make sure you go to the Etsy store and you can get the link on that on orishawisdom.com forward slash omileti as well. So I thank you for all of that. If you liked this episode and found it valuable for your spiritual growth, share it. If it is on iTunes that you're listening to this podcast, I would love to get your review. This really does help to put this podcast on the map and to keep it going. And only if you can. 
and would like to support the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, you can do that on Patreon. And our patrons there get access to all of our podcasts before they are available to the rest of the world. We have private conversations there and there've been some stuff going on in there. There's been some giveaways and exclusive content that is just for the patrons there. And how do you get there? Patreon.com forward slash Iya Omileti and you can support there. I would like to give a shout out to... Two people that have really helped me, um, especially in the past couple of weeks. And I would like to thank Will and I would like to thank Dr. Jackson. Um, You both are held very highly in my heart because you both are doing your own endeavors, but you have found the time to help, support, suggest things for the Orisha Wisdom community. And I am forever grateful like seriously, to both of you. Stay tuned for the next couple of episodes. We are going to be diving more into questions that are asked by Ask a Priest and other topics that are related to all things Orisha. I can't wait to share these with you. Until next time, may the elevated ancestors and all Orisha bless you immensely. Odabo! Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha is all around us. Be blessed and until next time.